I'm your host, Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com. Welcome to Tell Me Your Business, the podcast that energizes everyday entrepreneurs to build successful businesses and the margins of what they value. Okay, so I'm continuing my series on building business habits, um, because I think that's one of the things that really leads people to success in their businesses. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about boundaries or putting fences around your business and my favorite quote that I'm going to kick this episode off with is by Jen Chinchero, who has an excellent book called Badass Habits that I recommend everybody checks out. I'll put a link in the show notes for you. Um, but this quote, um, I think, is very powerful when you think about it when it comes to really why we're setting boundaries. So she says, your habits define who you're being. Your boundaries define the space that you require in order to be who you're being. And I think that's a really important thing to think about. And because you're listening and not reading this, I'm going to repeat that one more time. Your habits define who you're being. Your boundaries define the space you require in order to be who you're being. And I don't think sometimes we realize like when we're trying to develop a new business habit of success, when we're entrepreneurs and we're trying to be self-motivated, I think we can start to beat ourselves up thinking that we're lazy or like we're not motivated enough. And I think in most cases, if you were to actually reflect on the times or the seasons or the situations where you find yourself stuck or frustrated or feeling guilty or feeling resentful, all are rooted in the fact that you're not putting up boundaries um, for your business. And it's a very hard thing to talk about. And I've talked about this in previous episodes before, but in this case, just because we're talking about building habits, I want to bring it back up and say, like, this is an important part of being able to be able to develop successful business habits. And as again, as an entrepreneur, it's all on you. So habits are important to how successful you are. Um, And building the right ones is important for how successful you are. So in today's episode, I'm going to cover five specific lines that you're probably going to need to draw in the sand. Um, in order for you to be able to find the success that you're looking for in whatever you're pursuing right now, whether it's just a project that you're pursuing, whether it's your entire business, whatever it may be, like these are some lines that you're going to need to draw in order to be successful and to really develop self-respect because that's really what this whole episode is about. It's really about respecting yourself and respecting this thing that you're building. Um, And that's not always easy for us. So for starters, you're going to have to put fences up around your time when you work on your business. And everybody has a different lifestyle. Everybody has a different situation related to their business. Some of you are building this business as a side hustle. Um, You're doing it in the margins of your regular life in some way. So for you, especially if you have like a day job, you're going to need to be able to take a break at work, for example, like if you know that you could really use the hour that you get for your lunch break to like work on your thing. Even if that means you need to like leave the building for conflict of interest purposes or whatever you feel like you need to do, um, you know, go to your car or like go to a coffee shop or whatever you need to do to get out of work. Um, respect that, like respect the fact that you are given that hour and go work on your business because you're given that hour to do that with. Or, you know, if you're, if your job has a special situation, like where if you, you know, if you don't take a lunch at the middle of the day, like you can take it at the end of the day and you can just leave early or whatever you have, like use that and don't be afraid to use those things because that's what they're like. They're there for you to have a break and it's okay for you to use those things for your business. <clears throat> so it's possible 
that you need to respect your business enough to say, okay, I can put my day job to the side because I'm given this allotment of time and I can work on this. Uh, another example for people who may not have a day job or be operating this as a side hustle, like if you're a person who works on this, like, you know, you stay at home or like maybe you're a caretaker, you're a homeschool parent, like you've got all these different different things that, that gives you a little bit of flexibility as far as like not having to go to a physical office or have a physical boss or like whatever it may be. You're going to have to set boundaries for yourself for when you work so that you work, right? And I think that's one of the biggest struggles that I see with a lot of the people in my community, my coaching clients, is that they run into these serious issues of boundaries around their time um, and when they're able to work on their business. And for some people, it may actually require a physical um, boundary, like you may have to have a space boundary in order to do that. Um, and we'll talk about that in the next section of this podcast. But I just want to point out, like, if you're that person who has to dictate the 24 hours that you have, you have to decide when you're going to work. And unfortunately, there's a lot of external things that really can be problematic for that because you never know, like, for instance, like just last week, like I'll be working, I'm ready to go. I'm, you know, got everything situated. I got my phone on D&D, except, you know, like for an emergency call from like, the school or something like that. And sure enough, the school calls, right? And then suddenly what should have been a afternoon of work turns into, hey, like we need you to come get your kid, blah, 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 blah. And these are like all the unexpected things, right? So this isn't necessarily about the boundaries with unexpected things. It's about the boundaries with like everyday things. Like I think that when we think about these things, like as I'm talking to this, you probably are starting, like your brain is starting to think like, oh yeah, this happens and this happens and this happens. And these things can come and hijack the time that you've said that you're going to work on your business. Um, so like, I know a lot of people will be like, oh, I'm going to get up really early. and I'm going to work on my business. That's never worked for me because inevitably, as soon as I get up early, my kids get up. Like they hear me moving around or whatever. Then it's shot, right? Because then the kids are like, I need to do breakfast or like whatever it may be that they're trying to get ready for school or they're just, they're just being kids, right? And so that's shot, right? And so even though I had this intention or well-meaning to make this happen, um, it ends up being problematic because the morning didn't work out. And now I'm like, well, the day is screwed. Then I started feeling resentment. Like all this stuff starts to build up. So for me, I choose to work at night. So like once my kids are in the bed and are staying in the bed, <laughs> then I go and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to work on this, this, and this right before I go to sleep. And it's hard in those situations. Like you may have a spouse who likes to hang out at night, right? So when I first started my business, that was the hardest, I think that was the hardest transition for me setting boundaries was my spouse worked a day job. When he got home, he wanted to hang out, he wanted to relax. And I could do that, but I could only do that for a limited amount of time. And then I was like, yo, I got to go do this thing, right? And so I'd kind of spend time with him, check it in, check in, and then go to my office and spend a few hours working on what was important to me. <clears throat> I have always found that the hardest part of boundaries for entrepreneurs is that people don't get it like family, friends, whatever, like, because you don't, they don't see what you're doing as a real job in quotation marks. Then it's often, they're the ones who are often like, Hey, don't you want to go do this? Can you come do this? Can we do this? Like, I'm going to need you to do this or whatever. And you're like, I need to check in and check out in the same way that my spouse or whoever actually goes to a regular job does. And I need to have those boundaries in place. And those can be very difficult to place. Um, and we'll talk about more about that later. But in general, a good starting point is to say to yourself, how do I set boundaries around my time? And 
you may have to be mean about it. I mean, I hate to say it, but that's just the way it goes. Like you're going to sometimes have to really stand up for yourself if you want this stuff to work. Okay. The next place that you need to put up fences, make boundaries, draw lines is really around where you work, right? So do you set physical space boundaries for your business? Um, my evolution as an entrepreneur really was, I started with like a small desk. Occasionally I would sit at a desk. Um, sometimes I would just sit in my bed with my laptop. Um, then I kind of made a space in one of the rooms in the house that was available to make like a home office space. And then if I couldn't do that, then I would go to coffee shops, like to physically remove myself from distractions. Like when I was writing my book, I really did not have anywhere to go <laughs> in the house that we had. And so I had to physically leave so that I could get the book done because they only gave me six months to finish the, like to write the whole manuscript. And that's not a lot of time when you have newborn twins. So I had to go, <laughs> I had to go somewhere physically else. And so I'd spend four hours sitting in Starbucks because that was the only thing that I could do. And that was one of my only options. Or I would go to the library and get a study room and I would lock myself in there for a few hours. So like you've got to sometimes figure out what is that space. So once I uh, figured out coffee shops, there's been occasions when I've done co-working spaces, like I've rented a co-working space. Um, and then eventually I started renting my own space, like have my own office. Uh, and then, you know, I also encourage people like I have these retreats usually every year which I plan to start back up in 2024 where people can just physically get away as part of the retreat to actually work rather than just like spending the whole day going to um, breakout sessions and learning. It's an actual time for you to be like, Oh, this is going to be a, this is going to be a physical boundary for me operating my business. Um, and so there's a lot of different ways that I evolved and you just work with what you have. Um, because you may say to yourself, well, I just can't afford to rent an office right now. And that makes complete sense. Like everybody's in a different season. That's why I'm pointing out my evolution of my business got to the point where I had an office space. Um, but <clears throat> ultimately, it comes down to you saying to yourself, like, this is my space, telling your family, telling roommates, telling, um, you know, partners, spouses, whatever it may be, this is my space, like, please don't invade it, you know. And, um, even in my community, like we send out like doorknob hangers that are like, do not enter, you know, I'm working or whatever. And there's been times like I've had to buy like a red light, green light situation to put outside my office door, especially when I'm trying to record or do anything like that, like where you're just letting everybody know, yo, I need you to be quiet. And this is the signal and not that they always remember, but at least you're doing it right. Like you're setting the boundaries, like you're getting people used to the idea that this is important and this physical space belongs to this. Um, so leave it alone. You know, this is my space. This is what I'm doing and taking it seriously. The next place that you need to probably consider drawing lines, setting boundaries is related to people. So the first question I want to ask is, do you have people in your life who do not respect your time or space again, because they don't see it as a real job, right? Like these are people that you need to look out for. They're the people who don't get it and they don't have the vision for whatever you're doing. They see you as playing at whatever you're playing at, even though you know that it's very serious and the time that you dedicate to it is important and being able to dedicate time to it is important because it's your dream. It's your thing. 
And I think that that's something they need to be aware of is like, are there people who are robbing you in your life who are robbing you because they have a lack of respect for what you do? I've also found when I'm not careful that there are people in my life who will drain my energy that it can be emotional energy, it can be physical energy, and it doesn't take a whole lot. And so you really have to guard yourself in these situations. Like if it's a day where you're like, I am so ready to go, like I have so much energy for my work, I'm really excited. You need to be careful who you talk to, who you engage with. You may need to shut some stuff off because if all it takes is one person or one notification or one text or one email or some sort of external communication from another person that will completely rob you of emotional or physical energy for what it is that you're working on. So you kind of have to guard yourself from that as well. And I want to take a moment here and just say that like really all of these things we've talked about and the things we're going to talk about going forward are really rooted a lot in your confidence and your self-respect. And these are areas that can be really, really difficult um, for us to take the reins on for a multitude of reasons, given our, some people may have trauma in this area. Some people may have, um, all kinds of like situations in the past that impact how they see themselves or how they self, like how they respect themselves based on how people have treated them or made them think about themselves. And, and if you struggle in this area, I want to encourage you to go back to one of my previous episodes on identity related to habits. It should be like the habits episode one, um, because we kind of hit this a little bit harder there. Next up, this may not be one that you really think about often, but the further that you get into your business and the more successful that your business becomes, I would ask, do you need to put boundaries around your money? Now, I think a lot of people who have small businesses, if you have a spouse or significant other or something on those lines, like, I feel like sometimes I'm being authentic. I know plenty of people who experience this. Your business bank account is play money. Like it might as well be monopoly money to people. And at times, like when we find ourselves getting momentum, you know, and we see our, we see our bank account growing and we're like, okay, I'm starting to get profitable. Like I see this thing and this is great. Like all of this hard work is paying off. I'm seeing money. <clears throat> you may find situations where you've got people in your life. You're like, oh, look, this money is growing. Let's use it for this or this. And in the back of your mind, you're like, I want to reinvest in my business. Like I want to use this money for classes or like, I want to use this money for a new computer or like, I want to use this money for a new software program that I need or for monthly payments on this service that I want to buy. Right? So I just want to point this out, even though this is a really tough one, you need to guard your money. And you know, if somebody is coming in trying to take extra money out of your account to use for stuff that they think is important and you know that you want to use that money for something else, please stand up for yourself. Please stand up for your business and say, hey, like, I need you to know that I'm starting to make a little bit of money, but this is not, this is not play money for us. This is money for me, for me to reinvest in my business and to continue to grow. So just be aware of that one. Figure out like, what it should be used for, who can access it, who can't access it, that kind of thing. So just keep that in mind as your business starts to grow. So another piece of the puzzle of being able to set important boundaries that support the habits that you're building is you're going to have to be really careful about leadership and the voices that you listen to. I talk about this very often because it is a variable that I see 
derail a lot of people and I've been watching it for 10 years. And the internet as a whole is full of voices. It is full of experts. It is full of people who are ready to sell you anything that they can get you to buy. And that makes things great that we live in such a world where we as entrepreneurs can build online businesses and do all these things. But at the same time, you also have to guard yourself quite a bit because anybody can do it. Anybody. Anybody can do it. And so I think the things that you need to do when you start to find somebody like in business leadership or anything else where you're like, okay, this person seems to know what they're talking about. I like what they're saying. I'm finding interest in them. I want to know more about what they're selling or like how they teach things or whatever. Pay attention to some key things so that you're making sure that you're keeping the right boundaries up in your business that will protect you from getting scammed or you know, just led in the wrong direction or led against the way that you authentically, organically need to run your business. And I'll give you some examples of this. So one question is, are they authentic? Like, do they seem to, like, do they ever share fails? Is it always like, I'm the best, like I've never failed, like very narcissistic about everything. They never share any sense of like, I make mistakes or anything on those lines. Like, In a lot of cases, like you want to look for leadership or voices in your industry that are authentic and that are willing to say, I make mistakes, that I have, I have failed or like all these things, because then, you know, they're real. Like, you know, they've had real experiences, you know, do they actually know what they're talking about? Can you do a little background on these people before you invest in their $4,000 class to make sure that they know what they're talking about? Like what, what makes them an expert? What you know, what have they done that makes them know what they're talking about? Have they been through this process? Or are they just a person who sat down and wrote a book and just were like, I don't even know anything about this. I'm just writing the book, right? It happens more than you would think, honestly. Okay. Do they seem to have more interest in money than in helping people? Do they take more than they give? I would just encourage you guys to always just take more opportunities to learn more about those people and what they have experience in. Another key component of this, which I think I see a lot, is I'll have people in my community or clients who, you know, find someone that they are enjoying following and listening to. And this person may be giving advice that may be counter to what is the norm or the mainstream about some business principle of some sort, right? And that person's like, well, this is new. This is awesome. Like, I want to try this, whatever it may be. And that's fine. Like, there is innovation. You know, there's definitely people who learn by trial and error and then are able to teach people from that point forward. Um, But the big thing about this is, do the things that they say really align with the values that you have? Do they feel natural to the way you operate as as an entrepreneur? Like, does it match your personality? Does it feel organic? Like... I just think these are really interesting things to consider because I've seen plenty of people who are like, I think this person knows what they're talking about. So I'm going to go do what they're saying. When in reality, like what that person is asking them to do goes against every fiber of their being and they're going to fail. And if you're like, I don't really know what you're talking about. One of the easy examples that I give is, you know, people who did the like, whatever that popular morning book was like, get up early morning or whatever. Um, 
power mornings or something like that, right? So everybody's like, okay, I'm going to get up at 5 or 4 a.m. before my kids get up and I'm going to crush this business. And in reality, somebody like me would do that for two days. That would be it. I would not get anything done and I would feel like crap because I can't be like all of these successful people who get up at 4 a.m., right? And so that's why I want to say like there are people out there who are right. They are giving very valuable information and that information does work for some people, but if it's not working for you, it's okay. Take a step back and ask yourself why it's not working for you. And it's not because you're lazy and it's not because you, you know, like you don't have what it takes. It just means it's probably not your way of doing it. And you should either adjust it to be the, your way of doing it or find someone else who's doing it the way that makes the most sense to you and like resonates with you and is easy for you to do and, and aligns, you know, with what you're trying to do. Um, and I want to add here, you know, it's one thing to be challenged by somebody. That's not what I'm talking about. Like, I'm not saying that it needs to be easy for this person to be your person. I'm saying that even if someone challenges you, um, that's great. But if you find it frustrating or you find it impossible to follow their advice or to take a step, you know, towards what they're telling you to do, just take a step back and ask some questions. Like, you know, um, one of the big things is like sometimes if you start following somebody, they'll recommend all these products or services or whatever. And they're like expensive, right? Because they have affiliate links and like they're all in on it. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I, I, I recommend things all the time. However, you have to ask yourself, am I in a position to actually afford this? Like if I do this their way, can I afford to pay for these services or this like whatever they're telling me to get? And if not, like, you may need to find someone else who better fits where you're at in this season of life. And there's been plenty of times, like, right? So I, I'm considered a voice. I'm sitting here, you're listening to me. I have plenty of people say, like, you know, I was following this person, now I follow you, um, or vice versa. And there's been plenty of seasons, like, if I meet someone, especially somebody who reaches out to me kind of cold and is like, I want to do coaching with you. I kind of talk to them a little bit and I try to figure out like what they're looking to do. And I make sure that the way that I teach what I teach in entrepreneurship aligns with like where they're at and what they're looking for. Because sometimes I get people and I can recognize just from the conversation or the email that we're having, like there is someone else in this industry that is a better voice for this person. And I'm okay with that, right? Like I don't have to be, I'm not trying to be the only voice. (laughs) My people are my people and you know who you are and you're listening to this right now. Um, But I know that for some people, like there's another voice out there that's going to resonate with them or challenge them or get them to where they need to be. And I don't, you know, I don't have that specific skill set that they need. I don't have to be all things, all people. And so I think that's an important piece of the equation is for everybody to be able to take a step back and ask yourself, like, is the person that you're following, like, does this make sense for where you're going and how you do things, the money that you have to invest? And if not, you may need to find somebody else that is more in alignment with like where you're at in your business right now. So that all that being said, the end result of setting boundaries. And there may be areas of boundaries you need to set that I didn't even mention. And as I'm talking about this, you're thinking about them. So write them down. So you pay attention to them and you do take action on them. But the result of taking action and setting these boundaries, you are going to be practicing self-respect and respecting what you're doing and the time you're putting into it. Just like if you had a regular boss or you had a job you had to drive to, like you're respecting it for yourself because in entrepreneurship, you're the only one that can do that. <laughs> the truth is, boundaries are hard. 
people don't like them. It causes some turmoil sometimes. It may cause you in like internal mental turmoil because you're thinking about what they're thinking, right? Instead of just saying like, boom, I'm doing this. I'm making this decision. I'm moving on. We worry about what somebody else is worrying about. And then we worry. It's just a terrible cycle. So we've got to stop that. Boundaries help. Um, and we all know that we're looking for self-respect. We're looking to stop feeling frustration, uh, guilt, shame, um, overwhelm, the feeling of being stuck in our businesses. Like we're trying to overcome all of those things. And boundaries are a big part of getting over that hump because the boundaries create the space we need, just like Jen Shichiro says, to be who we're trying to be. And if you don't give yourself that space, it's not going to happen. That's very, very important. Another quote by Jen that I love is, in order to shift who you're being and own the new you, you have to basically kill off your old identity. And people get unpleasant when you kill off the people they love. So I'm going to read that again because I know you're listening. In order to shift who you're being and own the new you, you have to basically kill off your old identity and people get unpleasant when you kill off people they love, right? So to process that, you're saying like, you're having to kill off your old self. And that old self is who all of your friends, your family, these people in your life, they're used to this person. And when you start setting boundaries, you're shaking that up a lot, right? Like you're, you're doing something different. And changing on some people can be frustrating because they're not in control or like they're not calling the shots anymore or they're not getting what they want. And so you have to be prepared for the fallout when boundaries happen. And it's really not easy. And you, you, you may have to just lay down the law and you're going to have to fight for it until people get used to it. And then they just basically like, are like, okay, well, this is this person and they're doing this now. And they're clearly not changing their ways or they're not going to, you know, they're not going to make a change back because this is what they've decided. So what I want you to do when you get a chance is I want you to think back through these things that we talked about today. That includes the time boundaries, the place boundaries, the people boundaries, the money boundaries, and the leadership slash voices boundaries. Like think about all these things. I want you to think about what are the, where in these areas do you regularly have problems and where do you need to set boundaries? And once you set them, we need to learn to keep them in place. Like we need to fight for them because we're putting all this effort into all these things. And if we don't fight for these things, we're never going to be able to create habits that actually make forward movement with the business that we're trying to build. And so we will have to practice saying no regularly, or I cannot do that. Um, I remember reading a book, I feel like during the pandemic, maybe it was an audio book that I was listening to, but it was also about like habit building and things like that. And I remember that the author made like a really life-changing statement um, in the book. Um, I think it has a swear word in the title, actually. <laughs> anyway, um, he said, which kind of changed the way that I see things with the word I can't, right? So I was about to say like, you have to tell people I can't do that. But in reality, it's not that we can't, it's that we're unwilling. And I think that's a more empowering word to say I am unwilling <laughs> because it puts the power in, in your place. Like I feel like can't comes from a place of like there's external variables that are preventing you from doing or taking action in some way. Um, but in this case, like 
I am unwilling to give up my morning to do that. Um, and I, I mean, I've had to do it recently too. Like, and it's not intentional, but like my husband texted me and said, Hey, uh, I need to take care of this. Like, do you think you could do this? And I'm like, I'm doing this right now and I'm unwilling to work on that until three <laughs> or whatever it may be. So just setting boundaries and you don't have to be mean. You really don't like, you just need to have self-respect. And if somebody's going to come at you, say, look, this is my business. Like this matters to me. It's important. And I have enough self-respect and respect for my business to do this this way. So it's really just sticking up for yourself and sticking up for what's important to you so that you can see the success that you're looking for and however you're building the business that you're building or whatever the next level thing is that you're going to do with what you're doing. Um, and honestly, like <laughs> people may call you selfish. They may call you the B word. Like you never know how people are going to turn on you in this season, um, but you're going to have some tough skin. And in reality, like I was kind of thinking about this. I was like, you know, maybe we should just, if, if you're a female listening to this, because uh, majority of the listeners are female anyway. Um, but if you're listening to this, it's just time for us to act like men. We don't need to apologize. We don't. If you want to be successful at setting boundaries, just act like a man. <laughs> Say, nope, whatever. But have the confidence to do it and don't back down. So as you guys go into the next week and the next months, I want to encourage you as you start to think about the habits that you wanted to develop for your business that you know are going to be the most important things that like move the ball forward for you and help you grow your business. The boundaries is one of the first things that you're going to have to do in order for, for that to be successful because you can make lists and you can set goals and you can make habits all day long. But if you have not given yourself the space to be that person and to do those things, you will not be able to do them. It's just not going to happen. So inventory that now and then recheck on this every once in a while. Like if you find things are as you as you have set boundaries, if you find things are starting to get complicated, ask yourself, where has the boundary shifted? Have I made a mistake? Have I let someone in? Have I, you know, have I not stood my ground when I needed to? Like what is going on that now suddenly this is shifting and I don't have time for this? And sometimes it's life like, you know, there's things you can't draw this. You can't draw a line in the sand for like moving or, you know, if you just got a lot going on, but within those things, within those times, you can set aside time that you set boundaries for being successful. So I hope that you guys found this episode encouraging. I hope that you will take some time to consider like what boundaries you need to draw in your own life. Be real about it. Don't be afraid. You're building this business and the margins of what you value and you get to draw those margins. You put them where you want.